0: what's up everybody welcome to fanatics episode three i apologize for the break in between shows uh life happens uh being an adult happens having things to do with family and stuff like that happens i'm sure everybody can attest to that um once again i have my friend chris bomar here everybody knows him at Sibo, my co-host from for the love of the game podcast chris say what's up,
1: yeah, what's, up? what's up uh
0: hear that sexy voice it's good to have him back um so it's always uh awesome talking to him we miss we end up missing each other um just because we like you know bouncing ideas and thoughts off each other and talking sports there are a lot of times that we end up just having conversations on the phone in the car like i'll call him on my way to work just to go over things with him just because it's it's good to have to talk to somebody that actually knows what the hell they're talking about so it's good to have uh i got respect for your game sir
1: that's always good
0: Yes sir, yes sir. So it's good to have you back. Um, I can't wait to start the show. We got Giants, we got Jets, we got NBA, Knicks of course. Touch a little, touch a little on LeBron. Everybody knows that Sibo's uh, love life there. Um, and we're gonna, if we have time, we're gonna do a quick Yankee recap uh, just to touch on the Yankees. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. As everybody knows, or if you don't know, Sebo is a Yankee fan, so it hurt him a lot more than it hurt me because I'm a Mets fan. So my season ended much sooner. So uh, let's get started. Y'all played this year? Yeah, we played this year, God. Jesus Christmas, you got
1: to start right from here. the home of the Bronx Bombers. We work this hard chasing a couple commas. Then we do this thing every day. It's all love, you
0: catch me out of shape. I'm talking N.Y. over to L.A. And everything in between, fam, I'm here to stay. I heard it taking shots, but it's all bricks. We
1: bleed this blue and orange, on me and talking nicks. We cast a giant shadow, boy, you better check.
0: Nothing but net, and you can make a bet. Matter of fact, the thing is hot, and it's ready to go. Now sit back and enjoy the show, fanatics. All right, Sebo, uh, we're going to start with the New York Giants. I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch the game. This past Thursday, I actually took off to watch the game. You're shaking your head because I know you're as disappointed as I am. I'm curious to hear not only your thoughts on the game, but on the season you know, as it's transpiring in front of our eyes and going down the tubes in front of our eyes. Go.
1: Well, I was shaking my head originally because you keep saying, I don't know if you got a chance to see that. So I guess that's just going to be a reoccurring theme.
0: It is. You're out in Houston, sir. It's hard for you to see.
1: It, was a, games. it was a night game on national TV, bro. Give me a break. I forgot me, about that. Okay. I, Sorry, I did, sir. I did full asleep. I did full sleep because I was sick. <laughs> we were actually going to record something after the game, but I was... I was toasted. Um, I mean, brother, Giants, like I said, I think we said in uh, the first episode, um, our expectations for the season weren't like Super Bowl. I mean, you were talking about miracles and, and stuff like that, everything going perfect. But I think for me and for most Giant fans, we were pretty uh, even kill about the season. Not, this isn't a championship type season. I didn't think we had a shot at winning that. NFC East. I, I I didn't think this was gonna be a year. Honestly, with me, that we were even gonna make the playoffs. Like I said, um, nine and seven, ten and six would be like a miracle to me. And that's just making the playoffs. Um, so I didn't I didn't have high expectations for the team. I think I would have been uh, excited or or at least satisfied if we had made it through uh, the season looking better. You know, I feel like we look just as bad, if not worse than last year. And I can only say worse because we have all the pieces now. You know, at least last season we, we could sit there and say, oh, we had injuries and, and, uh, uh, what, McAdoo all these other excuses we could have had to hide what the real problems are, which everyone knows at this point is our offensive line and our quarterback. Now, I just want to bring up the fact that, um, I've actually been talking about Eli and, and how I've seen him regress. Uh, for the past maybe three years now, JT, we've been doing for the love of the game for for almost three years, and you and another person we knew was getting on me because I was saying, you know, although I think all Giant fans love Eli, we have this—he's a two-time Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl MVP-winning quarterback, um, and I think most of us agree he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Um, but I think his time is come and gone, and I think it's come and gone a little early because of that defunct. Offensive line my theory on this whole season and the situation with the Giants right now to wrap it up is um, Do I think Eli's done and I, I don't know if I said this on, on on a couple weeks ago on here But I don't think Eli's done. I think Eli's done for us now as a giant fan Do I want to see him play somewhere else? No, right, but um, I just don't think I don't think he has What we need from our quarterback with what we have now? I think it is it's a quicker fix to replace the quarterback and start over with a younger, more more athletic quarterback than it would be to rebuild this line and keep Eli. I don't think he has the time left in him or we have the patience left in us to rebuild the line with him. I, I'll leave it at that. I mean, our defense, bro, we, we have what it takes, I think. But the problem is that it's sometime. Like, I feel like sometimes our defense shows up and sometimes it doesn't. Um to be honest with you, we looked better defensively last year than we did this year. I don't know if I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm stuck on past history like I I think I'm giving our defense the benefit of the doubt from kind of the past couple of years where we have looked sustainable. I feel like we felt like our offense was so bad that our defense was okay if we just got an offense and now it's it's like we have all the offensive pieces but our defense seems to be giving up points. But I I don't know I, I, honestly, I haven't looked at the stats. I have turned off the games halfway through. I don't know how many points our defense is averaging giving up or whatnot, but we ain't scoring either. So either way, we're 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 effed. You know what I'm saying, JT? I'm just I know I'm blabbering on and blabbering on. I, that, that's how I feel about the season, bro. It's 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 just I'm I'm a depressed Giants fan. Thank God the NBA starts tomorrow.
0: <laughs> well, we'll save that for later on in the show. Uh, my thoughts on what you just said um i think you you hit a couple of nails right on the head i'll start off with the offense um i do think i'm finally starting to come around on the uh um it might be eli's time might be finishing up and and i think i I think well you 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 called it earlier but I, i i what i didn't see was was the toxicity of of or or, or just the bad combination of Eli becoming less mobile as he's gotten older Mm -hmm. and this line deteriorating as well. So I think what you're you're seeing is –
1: In fairness, JT, I mean, some people say they have, but, I mean, what is it? We're in 2018, so, okay, that's six years. But a couple years ago, we were in the Super Bowl, taking out the undefeated Patriots, you know what I mean? So I think from that was the turning point of our uh, peak Eli, peak offense. With a matching defense, you understand what I'm saying? It's been downhill from there, bro. Well,
0: I I, I think it's unfair um, to 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 say that it's all on Eli downhill from there. Yes, he's he's had no. some rough seasons from then. Uh, I mean, again, this is not a, a hit on Eli. I don't think you can take anything away from what he's done in the past. So we'll always respect that. But you're right; he's he's I don't know if it's, it's see, but the, the here's here's what I see when I watch Eli. I still see him being able to make all the throws that he has to make. So it's not a question of of can he still get the ball down the field, whatever. I think it's 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 can he sustain? Can can he do it in these circumstances? For me, that that's that's what it comes down to.
1: He can't. He can't do it for us because it's going to take more not to i'm sorry jt he, he's not for us anymore bro and it hurts to say that as a giant fan all
0: right and, and 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 you're 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 onto something there um and you you made a good point about not being able to replace the whole o-line um and to me that's also a uh something to point your finger at when it comes to his regression is is since that championship. Our O line has, has deteriorated as well. We mm-hmm. made some bad choices. We made a, a number nine overall pick, and Eric Flowers was not even with the team anymore. We drafted a center in, in the second round uh, a year later, who's again not with the team anymore. I mean, it it, it eventually it it's going to catch up. And I mean, ESPN put out a stat. Uh, um as far as offensive lines and and sustaining blocks for at least 2.5 seconds now the reason why they use 2.5 seconds is that's the average time it takes for a quarterback to get rid of the ball and and make a positive play um and the Giants have the worst time and the worst line in the whole NFL and and they put up the, one of the worst scores just last week's game than that, that they've had in a few years. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, this is not all on one person's shoulders. You're absolutely right. Um, The combination of Eli not being able to extend plays and and, and really do what he does best, which is figure out what the defense is doing and, and make his progressions. He's not getting through any reads. He's panicking right away. Um, you know, even when he's when he's supposed to go down the field, I don't want to put it on the coaching staff just yet because you know I I feel like we need more time to evaluate them, but I think he's hearing the footsteps even when they're not there. And then you saw it on Sunday, even when he had time, he still was was not able to be accurate. And and who's to say that that's not because in the back of his head he thinks somebody's breathing down his neck? It's bad. It's really bad. And um and, and I think. The 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 clearest thing with Eli, you can tell that that's on his brain. Is anytime somebody's near him, he just immediately throws himself on the floor. I don't think he can make that play that he made the first year against the playoffs, against the Patriots in that Super Bowl, where we took them down undefeated. Remember when they were pulling on his jersey and he took he he ran through that and still was extended the play. He can't make that today. Right now, he would have just thrown himself on the ground and that's an instant sack. So um, I think that's what you're seeing with Eli. You hit it on the nail. It's just not a good combination with the garbage that we have up front for him. And the the problem with the Giants up front, though, is it's also going to affect Saquon's numbers. It's also going to affect his ability to create. He's also gonna. He's always going to feel like he has to, you know, go overboard and 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 do Superman efforts and create something out of nothing every single time. And that's not fair to him. Um, and so uh, I. I this line needs to be rebuilt. You're, you're right. It's easier to switch quarterbacks. Um, in hindsight, do I think we should have picked a QB in the draft? Yes, I do. But I'm not crapping on Saquon. He's a special talent. Um, I don't have regrets
1: of Saquon. I just feel like I. It just yeah. hurts. It just hurts to see Eli keep. You know, and I'm not putting I know it sounds like I'm killing him, but but I think the reason I always point out Eli, 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 because I think that's the quickest fix. That's the quickest fix to what I well, mean well, one of my major problem. It's going to take us time to build our line, right? Right, it, but you know, I think –
0: hold on. I'm, I'm now I'm going to cut you off. Uh, you say quickest fix, and, and, and I apologize. You. you apologize to me. Sorry about that, sir. But you say quickest fix, but even if we drafted a quarterback, quarterbacks need time to develop. There's not too many quarterbacks that come in the league and set the league on fire. I agree. I'm
1: talking in hindsight. That's why I said I'm okay with the Saquon pick because I feel like we didn't miss with that. I know it is Darnold, and I know it is Josh Allen, and I know it is Rosen. and I know – I, I may feel – I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, right? But mm-hmm. Saquon, I think, has shown that – I mean, he's getting Barry Sanders comparisons. You know what I'm saying already? I'm um, not saying he's Barry Sanders, you know, but the, just right. that being in that conversation – um i think he's dynamic i think he's a a a hall of fame type like run i think we hit it out the park you know it just, i
0: agree but the problem is with positional value in the nfl it it's just it's it's relative and and even if saquon balls out for the next six to eight years that's that's considered a long shelf life for a running back eight years whereas quarterback eli's playing his what his sixteenth seventeenth year tom brady's almost twenty years playing i mean what what a what a good quarterback they can much much, much longer. And you can sustain success much longer as well. That's all I'm saying.
1: No, nah, I agree. I just feel like in like I said, for me it's it's not to beat up on Eli. You know, there's so many problems to this giant. Like I said, we can take a look at the play call. We can take a look at, you know, um, even even like I said, the defense at times. We look pathetic. Pathetic. We can't get a third, third down stop. You know what I'm saying? I, we can't stop teams from from getting that Extra on us. That,
0: that's a good point, and I didn't get to touch on the defense yet, real quick. Um, my thoughts on the defense is we, we started off the year being a solid bend, but don't break defense. We weren't giving up a lot of touchdowns. We we weren't we were keeping our game, our, our team in the game. I think what you're seeing now is 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 just um, it's 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 a mental grind to, to to try to think you have to pitch a shutout every time yeah. for you know for your team to succeed. And 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 now it, th- that weighs more on you when you give up a big play, when you give up a score, you're like, damn, this game might be over already, and and it affects your mentality and your mindset out there on the on the field. And, and,
1: they, and again, it's not making excuses, but it's a perfect game. But if you if you if your boys ain't putting up runs, it, it don't really mean nothing. So I I to- <laughs> And
0: now the other problem with our defense is is you're right, we're not making the big stops that we need to make, and part of that is because we don't have. We don't have what the Giants had back in the day. Back in, when the times were good, the Giants had three pass rushes that could wreck your life at any time during the game. Now we have none. Olivier Vernon did okay his first game back, but he's never been a high sack guy. He's a high motor guy. He's a guy that disrupts things, but he doesn't really, you know, he, he doesn't really, you know, set the, the defense on fire. So uh, we, we, we need that, and we need to get back to that at some point. And, and I know they're premium, and everybody loves pass rushes, and everybody needs them, but that, that I feel like that was our identity, and that's when we were good. And and I miss that. I miss those days. Um, and it's tough to to get off the field, and you can't really pressure a quarterback. It sucks when I watch a game, a, a team like the Packers, where Aaron Rodgers have all day to throw. Sometimes Tom Brady all day to throw. They're looking left, right, up, down, backwards, and 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 I've never seen that with the Giants ever. Ben
1: sometimes, Roethlisberger.
0: Yeah, you just see it. I watch any football game, and I see it. I'm like, this is freaking ridiculous. I I would kill for this.
1: Real quick, before we switch topics, I I have a question that I I hope that you can explain the thinking in this. Okay. We don't have a backup quarterback. Cutting, cutting, uh, Davis Webb, right? Uh huh. What was the thinking behind that? Because I don't even know the guy that we have as the backup now, but everybody's saying they know he's a roster spot. Like, I mean, I guess he trusted in Eli, which was the the Saquon pick, but why give up on Davis Webb? Why not? try to find somebody that's
0: easy that's an easy answer i got i got your answer ready for you
1: eli doesn't get hurt
0: no not even nothing to do with eli um davis webb was was picked by the previous regime by jerry reese by ben mcadoo Um, and and this year the giants the new regime picked their developmental guy Um, which is Kyle Laletta. And, and so the problem with David Webb not getting, Davis Webb not getting any playtime last year is he's just as raw as Laletta is. So now you can't have four quarterbacks on the roster. You're taking up too much roster space. You gotta choose which prospect do you want to hold on to. The previous guys, you know, man, or your man that you picked because you think you can do something with. So to me, I I understood why they did what they did. Um, Alex Tanny is currently the backup to the, to Eli. He's played in the NFL game before. That I think was more Eli never gets hurt, so let's just get a guy just in case you know he twists his finger or something. But um, as far as wanting to develop a guy, I think they wanted to develop their guy, and that's why they, they kept Kalalet, who they drafted in the fourth round. Okay. All right. Well, that's the Giants in a nutshell for right now. I'm pretty sure we'll get back to them many, okay. many, 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 many times more and get
1: uh, yeah, more. We'll real quick. So uh Max keeps saying about colin Kaepernick colin Kaepernick Colin Kaepernick um what I don't think it's realistic just because I don't think the Giants would do that um but do you think Kaepernick would be able to to it, uh, all things being equal if Kaepernick was in chief, if he was football ready, if he could come in and play, do you think that he would be more successful than Eli right now because um, personally with the weapons that we have? The option really, really being able to do the RP, uh, the run pass option, the RPOs. Cause Eli, it's, it's, it's kind of a joke with Eli. I mean, he's, they're doing some type of, and he's kind of rolling out a little. And we, we had, I think, talked about it after the one game. I, was it the Titans game where we actually won and he looked like he was rolling out a little? after that? The
0: Texans, you
1: mean? The Texans. I said Titans. I'm sorry. Um, do you yeah, think?
0: All right, here's here's what I'll say. Here's my answer to your question. And you're gonna say, "Oh, that's JT right in the middle of lane again, and not making a choice." I think, I don't think if we picked up Kaepernick right now, I don't think he he would do better than Eli right now. I think if we had Cap in the beginning of the season, in the preseason, learning the playbook, getting adjusted to the system and stuff like that, I think then if you if he was already on the squad and you replaced him, Eli with him. I think just because his O-line is that bad that he would have more success than Eli. And not that he's a better quarterback, he's but because wanted- he can do things that Eli can't do, like extend I plays.
1: I want to tell people it's not that Eli sucks. It's not that, oh, he's throwing so many interceptions. He, he hasn't even thrown that many interceptions this season. Um, it's just he's – but what we have, he doesn't work with what we have. And we have way too explosive of weapons offensively to be wasting them, bro. That's my thing.
0: Right, I think the the difference you would see was in those in those those times that Eli is just immediately pressured and he just checks down all day. I think with the difference is you would see Cap extend that play, step up in the pocket, get away from the pressure. You would see then his playmakers adjust to him. Out on the field like an Odell or a Sterling Shepard, and get open downfield because they have more time to do that. And yeah. so I think, uh, and again, this is not a knock on Eli. I know I don't think Cap has never been a high accuracy guy, but I think he's that is something that he's good at throwing on the run and being a move quarterback. And 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 it sucks that in, it, the game is, is transitioning to those type of guys. But I mean, it is what it is. This is a a, a throwing league, and everybody's doing more college gimmicky offenses. And yes, you're absolutely right, Cap. If we had him from the beginning, I think would have been more successful than Eli with this trash of an O line. Yeah. All right. Thanks, JT. I'll let it
1: let it go from there. <laughs> just, All I'll right. Have, sounds good. in two, three weeks, bro. I got some questions for you. No, so good. I I love it. I love it. Well, we talk, but they haven't heard us
0: talk. All right. Uh, real quick, uh, we got to move along. Um, I, I just wanted to get your your quick thoughts on. Uh, again, we we spoke about on a little bit the last time, not too much, because this is a giant Dominator show, but I wanted to touch on it just a little bit. Sam Darnold looked good last game. Looked damn good. 24 for 30, 280 yards, two TDs, one pick. Um, he got sacked twice, um, but he is one of those guys that can extend plays. He gives uh, receivers a chance to develop. He gives routes a chance to develop, and um, he's definitely coming along nicely. Um, what are your thoughts on him?
1: I think, uh, what I said, the opening week or whatever it was the last time we talked when I said that Sam Darnold is going to have those ups, those highs and those lows. He's a rookie QB. Um, he's really good. He could be really bad sometimes. And that's what young quarterbacks do. Uh, I think, like you said, he, he's a little more mobile. Um, you know, my guy, Colin Cowherd's crazy gaga over him. Uh, a lot of I can't of people-
0: stand Cowherd. Right. I, put them out there. I can't stand
1: him. Um, I right, guys. Sir. Sorry. Three and, and Donald, like I said, this week he's great. Next week he might suck again. But I think we have to give him this year to grow, learn, and show us what he got before we can really come to a judgment. But, I mean, like I said, I'm not on the – I go back and forth, bro. It's one week I'm like, I'm happy we got Saquon, and the next week I'm like, yo, we could have Darnold right now. But who's to say with that line? Again, Darnold will be doing what he's doing. Who's to say that Darnold wouldn't even be playing yet because we still had Eli Manning?
0: Right. You know, I think, But I think that's a perfect scenario for a young guy, especially a young guy who everybody expects the world of, especially in New York, to yeah. sit behind and watch for a little while and, and get it. I mean, I get it. You, you learn better from actual experience. But, uh, I mean, even some of the greats had to sit and watch. And Steve Young's, the Aaron Rodgers, those guys waited their turn. And when they got on, they were better people for it. So I, I don't mean to cut you off. But I, um, I, even if we picked Sam Darnold, I, I'd be okay with sucking. It, it would be better. I would feel better sucking because I know that we have something that can give us.
1: Franchise um, quarterback. Right.
0: Some long term success, yeah. you know, sustained success, which is what a, a franchise QB does.
1: I wonder if we picked Donald, would the Jets have picked Saquon, or they were stuck on grabbing a QB if they would have got Rosen or somebody, or, or, uh, what was it, uh, what's the other guy in Buffalo? Uh, Josh Allen? Josh Allen, yeah. He I just
0: hurt his elbow. I feel bad for him, but he, yeah.
1: he. I was watching that game. They
0: were playing the Texans, right? Yep, they were playing the Texans. Um, yeah, that's interesting, and I and I I wish I could have a, a Jets friend of mine get on the show and tell me what he would think. Um, I think your boy, uh, the Phoenix Suns fan, is a Jets fan, right? I'm a, maybe I'll ask him on.
1: Yeah, on Facebook. My, my man Debo. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I see what he says, but uh, honestly, I, I I don't know what they would do because I didn't even really I don't keep up with the Jets like that, so I don't read about them. I don't I don't read the writers what they have to say, what whispers they hear, and stuff like that. So it's interesting to, to you know to to ponder. But we didn't we didn't have to force them to make a decision like that. Freaking like a franchise QB dropped in their lap and they took
1: it. Saquon was uh he signed the Rock Nation Sports and I know they wanted him in New York. So I I just I wonder you know um I, I had a feeling that he was kind of that the Giants told him they were taking him. Um regardless if Donald went first or Mayfield I, I think the Giants had made up their mind. Let's we're gonna ride out Eli and we're taking Saquon. And I think proof of that is them taking him even with Donald falling into their lap. Um, but I wonder if Saquon's people were pushing for him to be in New York. I, I think I think that was the plan. We'll never know, but it's interesting.
0: Uh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, why wouldn't you want you know your athlete in, in one of the biggest markets in the country? So it makes sense well,
1: to me. I think that, yeah. Regardless.
0: All right. All right. Sounds good. All right, Sibo. here comes your uh, your baby, your, your pride and joy. I know what you love talking about the most. This is your your expertise-like field. I know you, you can't wait. Um, we're going to talk NBA, sir, and uh, I'm going to start in a place that I'm pretty sure you're not too fond of starting. I know you're not a Knicks fan. I know you do want the Knicks to, to eventually be good. Um, you're like me. You think it's good for the league when the marquee teams like the Knicks, Lakers, and stuff like that are good. So, um, real quick and not, not, not to bash on it. man. I'm from
1: New York City. I'm from the Bronx, New York. I want to see all New York teams flourish. I'm just not going to be a bandwagon fan. I've never been a Knicks fan. I never will be a Knicks fan. And it's just, that's what it is, you know, but I don't hate the Knicks or hate New York teams. You know, I just, I don't really like some of the ridiculous, uh, Knicks fans. That, that, that's what bothers me. Um, just like I don't like a lot of the ridiculous lake fans, but we'll get there too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll touch on that in a sec. So real quick, your thoughts on uh, how bad of a season <laughs> this is going to be for the Knicks. Uh, obviously, it's a tanking season, which is not such a, a horrible idea because our best player is not coming back. I don't think they're going to play him at all this year. In, in, I, don't think,
1: I don't know if this is going to be a tanking season. I think that the Knicks are trying to establish um, – um reestablish the culture. I think that the Knicks are trying to uh put little pieces in place for the future. There's a lot of rumors going around about some high-profile stars taking interest in New York for different reasons. Um, new management, new coaching. Um, new York City is still New York City even though that's one of the most ridiculous things that Nick fans love to bring up every year they get the free agent because who doesn't want to be in New York? I think that's kind of our East Coast New York bias. Um I've got out of the city. I've lived in LA. I've lived in I live in Houston. I've lived in other places. So I know that's a New York uh mindset, although New York is the capital of the world. I'll say that. Um,
0: Center of the universe, sir. That's my it, uh
1: it is, mentality. It is. <laughs> I'll say this, JT, real quick. Um I don't think the Knicks are gonna make the playoffs. Um I think they will try though. I think that if I think you think and a lot of people think the East is a lot more wide open than it really is.
0: Um
1: I mean, obviously, the juggernaut of the East is gone, right? But that doesn't just unlock the floodgates. I mean, there were other teams up there consistently competing for the top spots. You got the Raptors who are good. You have the new juggernaut of the East in the Celtics. You have uh, uh Washington. Sixers. You have the Sixers, another young team. That's four or five teams right there. There's only eight spots. You know what I'm saying? Um so I I, I I don't think the Knicks will make the playoffs. I think they may or may not be in the hunt depending on if Porzingis plays and, and, and how ready he is when he does play.
0: Does it make uh, sense, though, to play him? I mean, the, the new thing now, and we've seen it in Philly. Well, uh, I think, we, we've seen – yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it's dependent
1: on how serious and how, how, um, how his recovery goes, you know? I mean – you never want to give up a year of your career. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know he's going to want to play. I, I don't think it would hurt for him to come back and for them to, again, this is a new coach, JT. This is a new culture they're establishing. This is He got to get in that rhythm of playing. You know what I mean? And all experience is good experience. I mean, If they squeeze in at the 8th seed, you you better believe it's going to be because Porzingis played and he's going to want—he doesn't have playoff experience. Just that feel of the garden, whether it's first round or not, JT, that's—again, the Knicks have to really accept this rebuild, restructure, renew, establish identity. Um, and, and they have to show some type of fight, some type of life in order to attract free agents next year. You want a Kyrie to consider him even though he said he's going to Boston. You want to see how this Jimmy Butler thing plays out. Kawhi hasn't made any solid decisions and then there's the there's the elephant in the room of, of KD and his business partners who are New, New York based and a lot of his interests are and I would love to see uh, 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 Kyrie and Jimmy Butler or a, or a KD and maybe Kawhi joined Przingis in, in New York with uh with Fisdale at, at the at the coaching position. I, I you're shaking your head, but here we go with the Knicks. I want
0: no part of Kawhi quit on my team, Leonard. I'm sorry. See, I don't know. I don't you, want it
1: on your podcast, but this is the shit that upsets me about you Knicks fans. I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. This is it, bro. Like,
0: what is wrong with not wanting somebody who quit on their team on your team? It doesn't make sense.
1: Suck. You guys have sucked. Kawhi is a superstar. How do you not? He quit on his team. His teammates were calling him out about an injury they don't know about. You can't tell somebody how hurt they are and not. You don't know what was going on. Don't be that guy, JT. You're Knicks I'm Knicks.
0: that guy. I'm that guy. Um, I okay. am that guy. The so, way everything went down, the way everything went down in San Antonio, San Antonio, whenever has there ever been an issue with any players in that organization, ever. Ever, Chris, what not Tim thing Duncan, thing not Tony pink. Parker, not Ginobili. Forget about the Knicks. let forget about the Knicks.
1: Is Ginobili your cousin? Because y'all have the same haircut. Get out of
0: here! With that, oh man. my gosh! Forget about the Knicks, sir. I'm, I'm not even talking about the Knicks. I'm talking about what went down in San Antonio. It reeked. Passing, it, it reeked, pass. and I don't want that here in New York, where it can get even worse with the media that we have, with the market we have, asking them the same questions every day. I don't want it.
1: And he's going to not be a superstar because of those questions by the New York. See, this is the Nick fan stuff, the New York media. Everybody can't handle New York. This is the Garden. The Garden is BS. It's dead. It needs to be revived. All that allure, all that BS, New York BS that Nick fans love to live off is gone. That's what I'm telling you guys. You've got to give it up, bro. Give it up. Get give, some what soup, up. give what up? Give up? That, that allure and the garden and our media you're saying, saying allure hold on,
0: no, hold on hold on hold on let me ask you a question sir because i think you misunderstood wh- where i was coming from you're saying, when i talk about the media and the market i'm talking about instead of three or four writers in the room ask you questions. It's freaking 40 of them asking you the same question. It's a different one. You can say what you want, Chris. And I know you're in Houston now, and you you think New Yorkers think they're all out and all this other stuff. Cut the bullshit. All right. And I, you just made me curse. You just made me curse. It's, it's a different animal. Say what you want. It's not the, the same thing.
1: thing. I know you haven't been on Twitter for a long time, right? But... Media is, is, is global now. This this isn't market, small market, big. I'm trying to explain to you this all 40 questions instead of five questions. You have to face the public, the media, the scrutiny, the backlash.
0: The difference, the difference is when he leaves the arena or whatever, he can go to places in San Antonio. Nobody's even gonna know who the hell he is. That's, have have you been to San Antonio? Bro. How do you know?
1: I'm serious. How do you know? You, you... <laughs> <laughs> This is so, this is so crazy. This is, this is why New York thing. And I love New York. I'm from New York. I get it. But you have to understand this isn't the 90s anymore. This isn't, it's not just, that's why it doesn't matter. Paul George stayed in OKC. You know why? Because he has the same amount of exposure. There's social media. There's, there's, there's digital media. There's, there's other outlets and, 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 and resources now. This is not the old times, bro, where, where, where New York is, Like the biggest uh, media market, and you have to be in a big market to, or you can't. It's not
0: about being having to be. This is what you're confusing me saying. How bad it can be here with this being a place to grow your 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 whatever. Grow your your. What do you call that? Brand. Brands. I'm not talking about growing your brand. I don't care about that stuff. I, I know that you can grow your brand anywhere. That's not what I'm talking about.
1: You're I'm talking about New York media, the big bad right. media. Right, right. right. That, that, right. That, that. Everybody's a writer. Everybody's
0: a blogger. We have way more coverage than other places have. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, Chris. I know you haven't been in New York for a long time, but there's like four or five papers here in New York.
1: You know papers are dying, right? You know we use the same way.
0: Yep. But they still have writers. Yep, and they still have writers. And, and, and those writers and those papers have websites as well. And they're still getting online. And they're still doing all the things that you're talking about with that cell phone that you're pointing out to old man JT here.
1: Saying is it just, it's not that big of a difference anymore, JT. That's my real point to wrap it up. Because I know we've been on this for a while. But I don't think that that holds the same weight that it used to, bro. That's all I'm saying. And you're as right. a fan, you guys should take whatever you could get, bro. Really,
0: it's not see that that's where you, you want me to, to just be a, a a beggar and be like, Oh, beggars can't be choosy. just take whatever comes your way it's it's sorry, I'm a real fan. I'm not just going to take whatever wants me and, and and hope that it works out I, I, can't, do that. That I can't do that
1: I can't do that. that's good. yeah you should want any good player that wants to be in New York right yes
0: my question is does he York want to play for his team? Bro he has the choice
1: now. He's a free agent. That's what I'm saying. It's not like he's gonna be forced into the if if a player wants to play for the Knicks, y'all should kiss his feet.
0: So who's to say that he doesn't crack a toenail or something and he takes the whole year off again? Then if that happens, then can we come back to this conversation? Yes, if that happens, JT. Okay, I can't wait. I can't I'll wait to the next I'll be he, checking I can't wait later. till he strains a a menstrual muscle or something and then he, he takes off like two years.
1: I'll be checking the the New York Times. Send me yeah, that, G, please.
0: Please do, man. You need to you need to come visit New York again because you 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 forgetting what it's like.
1: You, you... Post. I'll be checking the. Post. <laughs> they
0: still have that. Yeah, they still have it. All right, real quick. Um, damn, I can't believe we were on it this long. Um, so you think that the Knicks are going to try to make a push for the playoffs? Honestly, I think they're going to play hard. I think they're
1: going to no, have a. They're yeah, they're going to play hard. I, I I think the only way they'll make a push for the playoffs or really consider playoffs is late in the season if they have a shot at the at the AFC and they feel like they can take – yeah, Porzingis can go.
0: I, I, all right, that's fair. I don't think it's even going to be like that. I think uh, we'll start off the first month of the season like we do every year. We might be close to 500, and we're just going to tail off. But I think the reason why is because they're going to prioritize um, – Development over results, which is what I think they should do, and 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 I think they should do that because this is going to be another decent draft, especially at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want Zion, by the way, but if he fell to me, I, if he if he was the last one left, I would take him. I actually like his teammate in Duke. What? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! What's his name? I forgot his name. I can't believe it. RJ Barrett. Barrett, I love Barrett's game, bro. I love. I, I like Zion. I just don't know if he has a. Um, I don't know what his position is going to be. In the NBA, he could be like a LJ, like a four-three, you know, power guy. But I got to see him the rest of his game develop. I can't wait for this. Uh, I hope he does well. I hope he does. I'm a Duke fan. We're both Duke fans. I no. want I want Duke to tear it up. I hope he does well. I just I don't I don't know how his game projects to the NBA. That's all. We shall see. Yeah, we definitely shall. All right. Um, so th- that's our feeling on the next. Real quick, um, LeBron in LA. I don't want to get too long on this because we we got to move along.
1: I don't have um, much to say
0: what is what is your uh your what's a realistic seed for them out west?
1: Realistically the, your, the Realistically the Lakers now there's two scenarios. Uh health and I can almost guarantee you that this Lakers I think it's something that's getting lost with everyone. And Daryl More, Darryl Morey actually uh had said this in an article earlier this week or something. Where well, he said a lot of people get lost in making projections on these teams and stuff, but there's this remember how I always say there's quarters of the n b a season right you got opening week up until you got christmas you got uh um, the trading deadline and then you got the playoffs right there's three parts of four parts of the season um the teams that we see in early October through Christmas aren't the teams we're gonna see post trade deadline. I think what's getting lost on a lot of people in this Laker team is that oh I'd say. Five to six of those players on one year contracts. Um, so those are very, very tradable pieces at, at the trade deadline, depending on what situations and what scenarios play out with other teams having contender type players, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: think that this is the final version of this Laker team. Okay. One. Um two, I think health. Well pre- we can't
0: we can't predict how the team's gonna look. So just going by what what the team looks like now, I guess is what I'm asking.
1: If health if, if if we have injuries and and they have um, uh, resting issues, if LeBron tweaks something or one of the major players get hurt or or health becomes an issue, I, I don't think seeding matters. LeBron's made that absolutely clear in the past, so I could see them at – Okay, first, all right. So if, if not, if, not
0: not Let's take away the seedings. The best teams put fourth, it in your in your book. Okay, fourth, sorry.
1: Fourth, fourth, fourth. You
0: think they could be the fourth best team out west?
1: Yeah, um, get
0: seedings. Fourth. Fourth. So the teams you would put ahead of them are?
1: Right now, obviously Golden State, Houston. Um, I think they they and OKC are are very close. Um, I like the Utah Jazz. I think they're a year better. So they're going to be in that five area. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, the Timberwolves fell apart. They were the eighth seed.
0: Their, their chemistry issues are going to eat some
1: live this you know, year. Getting out of there. Suns are young. Clippers are not real. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I see the Lakers at around four or five. And I, look, I, real quick. I, I
0: <clears throat> what about the Blazers?
1: I think they need to break that team up. Somebody's going to go there, whether it be CJ or Dame. Uh, they they've reached their ceiling and they that that version of the Blazers can't do much better than they they can't even get out the first round. So they lost to the Pelicans last year, got swept.
0: Yeah, we forgot we didn't even bring up the Pelicans. So so you think that uh, as as they're currently constituted, the Lakers right now are about the fourth best team. I mean, we you think you think you, you yeah. think do you think they're better than the Spurs?
1: The Spurs might not make the playoffs this year. They lost Dejounte Murray, probably for the year. They've lost uh, Ginobili. They've Johnny lost Clark. Parker. They've lost Kawhi. I mean, they I have mean the They most...
0: never had Kawhi last year. Sorry.
1: Well, well, I mean, permanently. Like they, they, you know. Here you go with that. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> they gained DeRozan, which is a great piece. They still have Rudy Gay if he can stay healthy. Um, I mean, they'll be. keeping... LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I mean they're gonna be competing, but
0: and they got pop.
1: Yeah, and they got pop. So they'll be six, seven, five. See, they'll be in the hunt. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, are they better than the Lakers? No. We're talking. Le- do we remember what we were watching last playoff? Like, do look at that Cav team now and think about right. LeBron. What LeBron did with
0: that. And I have I have one for you. All right, so you can say what you want about how untalented that Cavs team was. They were still built. They were still built perfectly. Round. Better for him, spreading with shooters. Now, let's get to that. Let's get to the personnel,
1: because first so, off, Lakers I'm, went and
0: signed somebody that's a, a clone of the guy they already have in Lonzo Ball. Okay, who so. can't shoot, but's a ball handler and needs the ball to be effective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they have Brandon Ingram, who I think should uh, benefit the most from playing with LeBron. Hopefully, LeBron doesn't get in his head too much and just lets him develop. Um, Kyle Kuzma, who shot somewhat decent, but he's not the the knockout shooter that Kevin Love is. I just I don't know if if this team is right. I know you said they're going to change by the deadline, yeah, but sure. right now I don't know if they're built for LeBron to succeed.
1: If I'm not mistaken, and I don't have the time to pull it up. I think I I remember reading this somewhere. Um, Contavious Cole Pope.
0: Oh, I forgot about him. He's a good shooter.
1: Okay. okay. So, yeah, he shot around forty percent last year. Um, I think from the field and maybe the high thirties uh, from from three. He's a a player who's really hot when he's hot and really cold when he's cold. So that's that's you <laughs> Um, you got Josh Hart, who I think can shoot um not better than like a Kyle Korver, right? But but he can give you. Oh, Contavious was forty two percent from the field last year. Um, and that's forty two point six, so almost forty three
0: from three point um, land.
1: Yeah. No. 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 From the field. From the field.
0: We need the three point numbers because that's that's gonna be the offense. Spread out. Let LeBron drive and kick.
1: So my thing is this year, um, this Laker team, uh, yeah, he was he was thirty eight point point okay. three from three last year, like I he said,
0: better than the league average. All right, good shit. Sure.
1: Stuff. So this is going to be a positionless offense as they've been talking about sometimes running LeBron at the center. And um, you, you might see um, situations where it is Lonzo, Rondo, Kuzma, Ingram, and Braun. You know, you're going to have your share of shooting. You can see Josh Hart. You can see Lonzo. You can see Hart. You can see Kuzma. You can see Ingram and Braun. You know, um, so you that's.
0: Think, you think Lonzo and, and Rondo can be effective playing with a guy like LeBron? They, they They're ball dominant guards. Well, I
1: think what we have to understand is the version of LeBron we're getting. I think that's what everybody's getting lost
0: with, too. You think he's going to change his game from one year to the next like that? I think he's he's going to want to win because I, that's a competitive well, in him, and he's just going to revert to old LeBron.
1: Uh, well, you could say that, but but I think with him playing uh, the bigger positions, it'll it'll put him in the positions to dominate inside a lot more. I think to save his body, to save – he's going to – this isn't about the season. Everybody's getting caught up in LeBron being MVP. And this, LeBron is about the playoffs. He told y'all years ago. Y'all told him nothing matters except championships, so he stopped caring about the regular season. This is about making it to the playoffs, building team camaraderie, chemistry, and winning championships. That's right. what's for LeBron. That, Just,
0: that's a good point. He's all about the playoffs, but I still think you need the regular season to – Iron out whatever issues you have and work on whatever chemistry you need to so you're playing your best at the playoffs. Unless
1: they're behind in playoff status, I don't think the win-losses matter as much as the lessons when you have a LeBron James team. I
0: agree.
1: So that's my thing with it. We'll, this will be a fun season. We'll watch them. But wake me up during the playoffs, bro. I mean, nah, this is going to be exciting to see them and you know, Lakers and all that, but you know me, bro. Wake me up during the playoffs.
0: All right. Well said. Real quick, uh, East prediction. Uh, I take it you got Kyrie and the Celtics coming out
1: the East? I have. Uh, I'm going to give you real quick, a quick rundown of all my predictions. Um, real all right.
0: Quick. All
1: right. Coming out the East, we're going to have the Celtics. Obviously, coming out the West, we're going to have the Warriors. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that the depending on seeding, we we could see a Lakers-Warriors-Western Conference Finals. They, they're just not going to beat the Warriors they're just not there yet. Like I said, unless a Kawhi or crazy Butler or some crazy trade happens to strengthen the Lakers, we don't we I, that's not happening. Um MVP, I do think LeBron has a shot. Wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie got it or even Kevin Durant cuz I think Kevin Durant's really going to have a big big season scoring-wise and dominating-wise cuz I think this is his last year with the Warriors and I think he's going to make a, like like a statement this year. That's my prediction. So I, I would say it's going to be Braun, Kyrie, or KD for MVP. Um, I, I also wouldn't be surprised to see Kevin Durant win Defensive Player of the Year. Because, again, I think he's going to make a statement. And I think with his crying, and whining about him not getting attention, I just feel like this <laughs> he might try to do what Braun was never able to do, win MVP, win Finals MVP, and win Defensive Player of the Year like Michael Jordan. Um, most improved player. This is going to blow your mind. D'Angelo Russell out uh, of Brooklyn Nets, I think that he's going to take a big step this year pending on health. I think he can be their star go-to guy. He's going to have to. Um He was a stud coming out of Ohio State. Everybody loved him in high school. I think if he can stay healthy and now he has his head on straight, he's out of that L.A. mess, I think in Brooklyn he can really flourish. Coach of the year, I'm going to give it to Luke Walton because I think uh if the Lakers make the playoffs on our a top four, top three seed, he'll get a lot of the credit and feed off of that LeBron energy because I think it's going to take um, that to get him something like that. Okay. Rookie of the year, I don't really care. I don't know. Aiton, Don, who cares?
0: <laughs> I think Doncic is going to get it from the yeah. Mavericks.
1: Celtics and seven.
0: Celtics over the Warriors? Seven. <laughs> you haven't learned that I see – You're always picking against the Warriors. I think it's the inner hate in you. uh, Um,
1: um, I think Celtics finish with with a better record because of the East. But I do think that they are good enough. Uh, The West is tough, JT. The the West is tough. The Lakers are going to beat the Warriors once or twice this season. Um, The Rockets may beat them both times at home and once on the road. Uh, they 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 have off nights. They they drift. They're not going after the best record and all that shit. They're a championship team. They learned from that seventy three and whatever season. Trust trust your boy. They're gonna be the best team in the West. They're going to the finals. I think the Celtics are gonna finish with a better record. I also think that the Celtics are deeper. There's more stars and more firepower on the Warriors, but I think the Celtics are deeper. And I think that um the Celtics coach is one hell like he can think with the I'll best. I give you that. Brad Stevens is going to be the equalizer in that for for, for make up for what they lack in experience he's gonna he's gonna uh, give them in knowledge and and game plan I got Celtics in seven I think it's going to be a classic
0: I like the board ah uh, well that leads into my next segment I was asking if there's any resistance for the Warriors but you clearly think there is and you think the Celtics are it my thoughts on the Warriors are this: I think they're gonna coast through the regular season, and I think what's gonna light a fire in their asses is gonna be when Boogie Cousins comes back and and, and starts making his presence felt. He's gonna add an element that the one element that they, they that they don't have, which is somebody who can you can throw it to in the post. He can still shoot it from outside. Um, I think he'll buy into it just for this year of, of being a team player, moving the ball and stuff like that. He'll want to win and have KD on his you know in his ear. And and I think that just oh my gosh that we need if he can be healthy the 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 possibilities of that Warrior squad I don't, I I don't even think the Celtics if, if Boogie is eighty percent I don't even think the Celtics can make it to Game Five I think they will take him out in five games the, the, oh, the, that that so experience that championship experience is no joke
1: there's so much Boogie hype I love Boogie I, he's been my favorite big man. Forever, with all his antics and all his attitude, I just think there's a lot of hype around. Number one, we don't know when he's going to come back and if he's going to be the same. Number Isn't two,
0: to be the same. That's the thing.
1: Number two is I don't know how easily he's going to fit into this. Everybody, <laughs> chemistry's a thing, man. Chemistry's a thing. We shall see. We shall see. I would love to see it, Joe. I'm a basketball fan, bro. I just think. We're putting way too much like automatic stock into Boogie and Warriors. I think that they can win the championship without him making a difference. So let's not even act like they're going to be so dominant because they have cousins. They were going to be dominant without
0: Boogie. Gons. I agree, but I just think that he adds an element that that just makes them. I mean, they were already scary. He may, he adds an element that makes them ridiculous. And and if he can be like I said, eighty percent, I don't think chemistry is going to be a problem. They have they have an established culture. That's like that's like saying you know like people going to the Patriots are going to be a problem. Not they they a, never end up being a problem, sir.
1: <laughs> the Patriots. Here we go.
0: I mean that that's how they they won th- what three of the last four championships. Is that not what the Patriots did in their in their heyday? Okay, that's what I thought. So I. I <laughs> They have that 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 so championship mentality Burks? about them. He's going to their team. What happened?
1: Who were the Spurs?
0: The Spurs are like the Steelers. Good um, every not... year to They win from time to time. Uh, the you know, but they, they, they didn't have that dominant uh, three out of four years. We haven't seen this since the Lakers back with Shaq and Kobe. Well, no, did Kobe went three with Pau Gasol. No, he went two. Shaq and Kobe. There we go. The last truly dominant team like this was Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Right. Okay, is
1: Warriors are the Patriots now.
0: They're the Patriots of the NBA right now. Uh, find me somebody who thinks otherwise. Besides yourself. Uh,
1: I would have accept the Spurs, but okay.
0: All right, sir. Uh, we have a quick... We got to make this quick because we already over time limit. So I got to ask you... Real quick on your thoughts of the Yankee season and also your thoughts going into next year.
1: Highly disappointed. It hurts worse to for Red Sox. Um CC didn't look good. Uh Severino showed up initially, but I mean, what he give us? Three and a half. He's sometime in the clutch. And Giancarlo Stanton is my biggest thing. I mean, Gary Sanchez showed up and Duhar showed up. Uh Glibert Torres showed up. Everybody kind of showed up a little, showed and out. Duhart
0: didn't even play that last game. He sat him for... Uh,
1: I know. Walker. Okay. I know, but he was playing... He was on fire at the end of the season and going into the, the wild card game and everything. Um, He sat uh, McCutcheon, too, for Brett Garner. Well,
0: McCutcheon's, you know, he's a shove of what he used to be. But uh, I was just surprised that they... And Duhart, who had such a great season, they sat him. But from what I understand... Obviously, I'm not a Yankee fan. I didn't know this. Um, they were always playing somebody else, not Andujar, whenever CC pitched because he induces a lot of ground balls over to that side of the infield. And everybody knows Andujar's strength is not his defense. His defense, so, okay. I didn't know that going in. I was surprised that they took his bat out the lineup, but it makes sense. Um, Real quick,
1: I'll yeah. say this. CeCe, it might be over this time. You know what I'm saying? For CeCe. Um, I
0: respect this gangster, though. I like what he did that last time he pitched in the regular season.
1: Yeah, Stanton.
0: The dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, Stanton. Um, he's gonna get the A-Rod treatment for me, bro. We paid you the money. You came here with all the NL MVP. All this. You need to earn your stripes, dog. You ain't show up in the playoffs. Only time he hits, well, hits a homer is after we already up. After, <laughs> you know, and I'm not dissing him. Stanton's a he's a he's a good player. I'm appreciative to have him. But you gotta earn your stripes on the Yankees, bro. And he didn't earn his stripes in this postseason, so. We have another year. I love this team, Aaron Judge, bro. I can't, bro. Oh my he, god! So
0: he shocked me. I, I didn't know if he'd come back all the way like he did. Not, okay. not because he he shocked me from his coming back from injury. He was able to turn it on and, and really still because baseball, I think, out of all the sports that we have, it's it's most dependent on repetitiveness and and having a schedule and and, and sticking to that and, it's and just hardest. it's the hardest sport, bro. Right. So still
1: I, talent. Nice. I
0: think it's the hardest sport to come back from after taking time off. Maybe nice. not physically. You don't need the athleticism you need for, to, to run like basketball or whatever, but, but just the timing to hit that, you know, 100 mile per hour ball with a, you know, with a bat is ridiculous. So he, he impressed me and I'm not even a Yankee fan. And I call him horse face and everything, but he definitely impressed me. Um, and I, and I, I got to give him his props. Um, What's this I point? will say about Stanton. Real quick, I don't mean to cut you off. I think he needs more time. I don't think it's fair. I know he gets paid the money, and that's a fair criticism. Yet. I'm but just... A-Rod struggled at first, too, remember? So yeah. that 2009, he won you guys that ship. He went bonkers.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm saying. He earned it. You know, you got to earn your pinstripes, bro. You got, this is New York. This is not Florida, bro. Like, it's one season. I know it's one postseason. It was his first. By the way, that's his first. That's his first big show in the Bronx. is It's the big show. So I'm not down on him. I'm not killing him. I'm not. He ain't a real Yankee. I'm not on there yet, but he got to earn his pinstripes. He's on notice. I'm just
0: quick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make
1: End off. To end it. I'm just disappointed losing to the Red Sox. I feel like baseball, like March Madness. Sometimes the best team doesn't always win just because there's so many depending factors, pitching and the hitters. and uh what, well, you know, it's just so many things, bro. And, uh, So I think in baseball, I'll say more, not always, but more than other sports, the best team doesn't always win. I think we're better than the Red
0: Sox. I think that's not fair, though, because all year the Red Sox were better than the Yankees. And I'm not even hating on the Yankees. The Red Sox, all year, were the better balanced team, pitching and hitting. They weren't dependent on the home run, running station to station like the Yankees are. And and I think it, it showed. I, it, it would. It, it's not. I don't think it's fair that you're taking credit away from the Red Sox. I, I, this well, year, I don't think the Red Sox
1: play played. Better. They, they played better. They outplayed us. They, they outplayed, outplayed
0: the ahead. Yankees the whole season.
1: Listen to this, though. the The Red Sox finished 107 games. We won 100 games. We had the whole hundred
0: eight games. Hundred
1: eight games. They eight games ahead of us. We paid over 40, almost maybe more 50 games without our real lineup. All right, this season we were riddled with injuries. If Had it not been for that, we would have won the AL easily. The AL East easily. Easily. So, again, we had the player playing game. We had You can shake your head, your Mets fan, all you want. I'm telling I'm
0: you. Not, I'm, I, it's not being a Mets fan. The, did you know that the Red Sox didn't have Chris Sale for like a third of the season, their best pitcher? Okay. 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 Jeez, we lost. They dealt with injuries, too. We lost our whole lineup. We lost our, our judge for like a, a month and a half. Did Gregorius was going for like 40 games JT? 30 He missed games. that many games? I don't think it was that many games.
1: Dog, he missed like 30.
0: All right. All right.
1: Stanton had what 10 games he missed probably more than that bro we
0: had our biggest players. I think it's fair but all year they played better than the Yankees even when they went head-to-head they played better than the Yankees I, 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 this is not hate this is just no, it's, it's calling a spade like, a spade
1: it's like saying oh well they finished with the better record so they're a better team dog you play different teams all year that that doesn't mean you're the better team because of your record your record doesn't say who's the best team it says who has the it, best They played
0: the actually sir they played the same teams all division opponents play the same schedule JT. of each other to make JT. it fair. So explain what you just said, please.
1: What I'm saying is your record is a reflection of how many games you want. It doesn't talk about how good your team really is because there's so many factors. Like we talk about in the NBA, there's back-to-back nights. There's nights people sit. There's nights people are out. There's nights where you it's a scratched floor. Like, Stop acting like you don't know what I'm talking about. That's what frustrates me. That's the Yankee heat. You know what I'm saying when I say record doesn't define who's the better team. Like we know what I mean by that, right?
0: I think in most sports I would agree, but there's 162 games to a baseball season, and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it off on this. So As a matter of fact, before I even finish it off, I, I just have one more question for you about the Yankees playing game and not having to,
1: which had pitching, uh, uh, replicate, uh, um. I can't even think of the word. <laughs> All
0: right. Let me just ask my question.
1: Uh, pitching implications also.
0: Let me ask you this. Are you disappointed that the Yankees didn't try harder to get in a marquee pitcher? Because I feel like that was the difference, and in, in, in that would have made a hell of a difference, not only in the season but in, in the series. Um, they refused to give up any of their big-time big, big time prospects. They had a chance to go for it, legitimately go for it, and they didn't. They didn't you know, try to get you – know, the Astros feeding the Garrett Cole. Um, last year it was Verlander going to the to the Astros again, same team. Um, you know they didn't try to get. You know, I, I, were you do you think if they would have done that, they would have been better off?
1: I think pitching definitely picking up a pitcher would have helped, but I also don't like the way Aaron Boone uh left guys in. He left Soriano on Sor- the Soriano. He left Servino, um, Severino Severino. He he left CeCe in too long. Like, you know, so he's a first-year uh, manager. Also, I mean, it, it, look, I'm I'm disappointed in the way it ended because I feel like the potential for this team was World Series, right? But I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this.
0: <laughs> you keep taking my term.
1: <laughs> so we we shall rise again. Mission twenty-eight continues.
0: Okay, let's see if they buy uh buy Machado and buy Harper next year. That'll be great. Uh, oh real quick uh, what I did want to end this Yankee thing uh, <laughs> and it's my show so I'm going to do it you're going to have to deal with it I don't know if you ever heard what Bill Parcells said it's very famous everybody kind of like throws it out there when, when they're talking about sports you are what your record says you are and I'm going to leave it at that you get your feelings hurt that's too bad alright so I'll see you next week JT I mean <laughs> you beat me to the punch <laughs> Alright well that's this week's show Um, uh, It was an interesting show It went a lot longer than than I anticipated But um, good talks as always We touched on a lot of things We got into things more than we, we originally planned But it's not a bad thing when the information is good And the conversation is good So I will definitely give you that um, and I definitely miss you so it's good to just bounce things off back and forth um, thanks once again to uh, my cousin Daniel for putting this all together Daniel Wilson uh, yeah. thanks to his wife for letting him do this and <laughs> Krista Wilson um, and thanks to Sebo for coming on the show I know he has to work early in the morning he's the old man now so he's fighting to sleep hard and uh, thanks for coming on sir I can't wait to speak to you again next week well, it's always fun JG thanks for having me brother anytime brother you take care of yourself alright y'all later Fanatics.